Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Welcome to the Padawans Podcast. I am your host, Lucas Egan. Man, this show, I tell you what, we have been wanting to put this out for a while now. Uh, this podcast, what is it going to be about, you think? It's going to be about all things Star Wars. But mainly, it's going to be a deep dive of the Star Wars, the Clone Wars. And let's just get into it. Episode 1. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the first official live episode of the Padawans podcast. I am your host, Luke, and our, my new up-and-coming co-host for the time being, Char Char J. Hello, everyone. Welcome in. Uh, I'm glad to be here, and uh, I'm so excited that Luke chose me, of all people, to come and join him on his podcast. So I really appreciate it. Thank you for having oh, me on. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I couldn't think of anybody better. Um, we vibe. We do everything pretty well. And we're already doing the trivia. First is Alanis. Hi. We have some exciting news. We have a new co-host joining us for the Pod Ones podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, let's introduce let's introduce our new co-host here at Productions. Official. Officially, we are now a triad. 50 episodes. Can you believe it's been 50 episodes? Wow. Yeah, that was a little something. Anyways. Wow. Greetings and salutations, everybody. Welcome in today for the 100th episode of the Podmons Podcast. I'm your host, Char Char J, joined by my co-host, Luke. Wow. How's it going, everybody? And my other co-host, Harris Productions. What a wild ride. Hope everyone's having a fantastic Thursday night. Today we're going to be covering Season 3, Episode 18 and 19 of Star Wars Rebels, a.k.a. Secret Cargo for Episode 18, and Double Agent Droid for Episode 19. We're going to be diving into Mon Mothma, the, the creation of the Rebellion, essentially. Uh, a lot of Governor Price and a lot of just wild goose chases with the Rebellion and the Empire. But um, we got two guests on today to talk about this episode. Luke, Harris, we ready to go? Yes. Let's dive in. The Jedi Knights are all but destroyed, and yet your task is not complete, Inquisitor. The Emperor has foreseen a new threat rising against him. The Podwans Podcast. And we are back. All right. So we have one returner and then we have one newbie for the Pod Ones podcast and mainly Pod Ones in general. We'll bring the newcomer. Um, we'll bring in the, um, the returner first. So what? I was just waiting for you to go. Okay. You, you, you like paused. I was like, well, okay. Well, I was um, trying to see who, which, which one we're bringing in. Okay. <laughs> so the, the first we'll bring the returner. They've been on many episodes of the Pod Ones podcast. Um, and most notably, they are one half of the Stark sisters um, with them and Bale. So let's bring in Kells at Sansa Stark. 
or Sansa Skywalker. <laughs> oh man, a hundred <laughs> episodes and this man screws up on a guest name. It's fine. Hey, yeah. yeah, this don't worry. I I messed up on the other Wedge fan's name, uh, not too long ago. Yeah. Oh man. Hey, yeah, God. I called him Chase, not a Kyber. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he did. He absolutely did. How's it going, Kels? It's great. Ready to talk some wedge and some yeah mama. and mommy Mothma. So true. Oh God. <laughs> My hands so, so as you can tell, so she has a signed copy of, or I'm sorry, they have a signed copy of Aftermath by uh, Dennis Lawson. And what is it? You also have is that oh, a is behind, that a Hera too? Baby oh, that's not a Hera. That kind of looks like a Hera for a bit. And then I, I got Kells that card about. Uh. When when did I get you that card about what December? Five, Ish. six months ago? Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. Cause I was talking to you one time. Yeah. I was on like this huge card craze. And I reached out to you. I was like, hey, um, do you maybe want this card? Uh, because I have a lot of autographs. <laughs> and I happened to come across that at a store. So I I got you that and I know that you would love it. So yes, and hence why you still have it. Um, <laughs> and then I got Kel my copy of Aftermath, which was the first yeah, this, edition. This, I had to transport yeah. that all the way to London. Is that, oh, is, yeah, is that right. the, the hardcover? So, yeah. yeah. And now it's super um, exclusive because, you know, Dennis has touched it and, and, and signed it in front of me and bantered with me while he signed it. I still think it's I made that up. That doesn't feel real. <laughs> you know what would be cool, Kels? If you happen to get uh, Greg Grunberg to sign it too i want to i'm yeah i want to work yeah the actor for snap waxley yeah if i yeah, yeah. if because i know he's read these for sure dennis has mixed reports he told carter he read them but then when i gave it to him he's like i've never seen this book in my life and i was like you go man <laughs> carter usually makes stuff up anyways so <laughs> why, are we, why are we why are we surprised he's he is the uh the local npc of the Pablo's podcast <laughs> But anyway, oh, Kels, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> oh. where can the uh, the good people find you on social media? Well, since you butchered it, um, the... <laughs> yes, correct me. <laughs> the good people can find me on TikTok at Discount Sansa Stark and on Instagram and Twitter at Sansa Skywalkers, and also on my podcast, The Queer Ascendancy. Yes, we'll post eventually. <laughs> Taking a little bit of a hiatus. We, we were gonna record last week, but because there, you know, NYC and was in fire flames. Oh yeah, that's right. Uh, yeah. My co-host could not breathe, so we did not record. <laughs> yeah, that's you kind of need to breathe. And now we're in smoke. And now we're Smokyville over here. So I'm not. Well, that's because I'm farther north than you. So yes, that's true. You're closer to Canada. So mm -hmm. rip, rip, <laughs> rip, rip me health. and my rip. lungs. <laughs> All right, thank thanks for uh, coming on, Kels. Always a pleasure to have you on. I know. All right, Char. All right, thank you for coming on. And our second guest is a newcomer to the Pod Ones podcast. Luke has been in close touch with him, um, and we're finally all going to be able to meet him today. He is a comic book writer. He came out two months ago, two three months ago, with the days, uh, which the Pod Ones is actually briefly mentioned at the very beginning of the book. And he's coming out soon with At the End and Tritones. Let's bring in Tommy Stella. You mean Stella, Tommy. <laughs> hey, guys. How you doing? Good. How are you, Tommy? I'm doing great. Uh, I'm, I'm feeling the love. Um, I feel like I'm getting in between something a little bit right now, but I, I think I'm really excited to be here. Uh, 
Yeah. yeah you're, how you're, did you? Your green I, screens have been changing like every ten minutes. My what? No, <laughs> yeah. Your background. I don't, I don't know what you're talking about, Charlie. I don't know what you're talking about. That's my room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know what you're talking about, man. I don't know. Yeah, my there's no is, doors. I just live. Nothing. I think my thing is, Tommy. How did you know? How did you know that me and Alanis were gonna do that as like a couple's cosplay? That's <laughs> written in the stars. <laughs> did you did you really introduce her on the first thing as Alanis? Yes. Yeah. Ooh, and yeah. it worked out. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I know, right? Oh, there was a whole montage where. <laughs> oh, I had a montage of it. For, yeah, yeah, for like our twelve-hour stream, Harith, uh, Harith literally picked up on like every single time I said her name wrong, and it was for at least a good three months. Ooh, that's really good. It's I hilarious. Know, right? It's hilarious. It's, it is great. It is great. But Tommy, where where can the good people follow you? Um. On, I guess Twitter is probably the main one. Uh, it's just my name, Tommy, and then whatever those uh, things called an underscore. The little yeah. Oh, yeah. Thing. Underscore Stella. Uh, you'll, the algorithm's been throwing me out there recently. You'll see me if you go on Twitter. I'll, I'll pop up eventually. <laughs> it's really scary. Or you never go away. That's, that's. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I tweet a lot, so it's my fault, but the algorithm these days is just like, 15 year olds have got to see this one. This is a good tweet. <laughs> We're gonna really ruin your day in a second. Hold on. My favorite one was Flash. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know how that one took off. I'm muting this because I'm tired of seeing the word Flash in my notifications. Oh jeez, yeah, no, that was that was a weird day. No, it, it's never a dull moment with uh, Tommy on Twitter. <laughs> like if it's if it's not if it's one thing if it's one thing that's pretty consistent with Tommy, it's it's nubs. Like it's yeah, just well, nub. Yeah. It's yeah. nubs and then Drippy McCool. Droopy. Droopy. I mean, but question Tommy, okay. Mm -hmm. So you just wrote, like you just finished how long? So we're gonna talk about the days a little bit. That's that's what's out now. If you if you're a comic book reader, definitely go read it. Um I'll tell my story oh, a little bit go. about getting it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, someone so, screenshot this. Yeah, somebody, <laughs> somebody, clip that, clip that, please. Um. Uh. <laughs> so, uh, Tommy, mm -hmm. you, we, we, we officially met at Star Wars Celebration this year. Mm -hmm. Um. You gave me the comic. Alanis and I both read it. Alanis. Uh, yeah. 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 Alanis. <laughs> Alanis. Alanis. Um. Mm -hmm. But here's. So I will tell the story real briefly. So I was in bed and I was reading it and I got to a certain part and I'm not going to spoil it because, mm -hmm. you know, it's 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 very, very deep. Yeah. But when you hit that, like, I don't think I've ever cried at a comic book mm. ever. Not a single one in my entire life. Really? And you, you managed to do Vader that. 2020? Let me let me get a compliment right now. Hold on. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> No, but I, I'm at, and I was able to like through the whole comic. It's just, mm -hmm. I love the way you, you are able to have like such a heavy thing as grief and, and having to deal with the death of a loved one and you do it perfectly. How long did it, when was the first, what was the process of this whole thing? Uh, when you first started? Mm -hmm. Ooh, the, the, the struggle is, is talking about this without spoilers because the, uh, yeah. The, the thing that you're alluding to is kind of the thing that when I realized that I was like, oh, that's that's the story. Um, so, <laughs> I mean, I, I would say that uh, 
to 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 get real uh, emotional and sad in this uh, Star Wars Rebels podcast. I'll right off of that. Um, the story was definitely inspired by the loss of my grandfather when I was uh, the age of the character that's in the story. Yeah. Um, and I think looking back at that time in my life, um, it's you kind of start to realize that everyone is going through their own thing in their own special way. Um, and the story is basically stem from like what happens when all these people are, are, are going through this traumatic thing, but they're not going through it together. Mm -hmm. um, so the, the name of the days, besides it being, there's a quote at the beginning by Walt Whitman, uh, these are the days that you must go through. Um, I never thought of those. Yeah, oh, these are the days that must happen to you. I really should know the quote on my head. Um, <laughs> that, that is where I got the name from, but also I read it as the days like with the Z, because it's these people that are in like zombie mode, like they just aren't ready to discuss this traumatic thing that they're going through. And that, that's what leads to the events of the book is like what happens when you uh, are too afraid to properly speak about it. Um, and yeah, I wish I can go into more of it, but it is spoilers, which is such a bummer that I decided to write the story in a way that the good stuff is the stuff that if I tell you, it makes the story less good. Um, oh, yeah. But I really do appreciate everything you just said. That is, that is very kind. Um, it's It's been a bit of a struggle uh, reacting to those reactions. That's exactly what I was going for. That's exactly what I was hoping for. But mm -hmm. as I, like, I came in with this on, so <laughs> then immediately following it by talking about grief is is, is a rough one. Uh, maybe that's why I, I go pretty hard on the bits and the goofs is because I'm also putting out this stuff. Got to have the, yeah. the counteraction of between the two of them. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it's. Uh, I also want to shout out B. A. Ralph uh, who did the art on it. Let me yes. see if I can open up to a non-spoilery page that I like a lot <laughs> yeah. and also have it. First page. Prob yeah, yeah, first page would probably is, be I mean, this is my favorite scene. It's, it's, <laughs> it's just, I love that it's disappearing into the void. <laughs> there you go, there you go. It's either sad grief comic or them kissing. Yeah. <laughs> there's no, there's no really in between. Want. There's, no, there's between. no in between. There's no in between. No in between. But, um, so... The, my my next kind of follow up question then is is there going to be is so is the next and is with the end mm -hmm. is that going to be connected in a way to the days or no okay so yeah yeah so uh, the next one that's coming out is called at the end and that one is completely separate um, that is the story of this lovable purple guy I don't have to show him his name is Garf. Um, it's my take on um, that old Sesame Street book. There's a monster oh. at the end of this book where Grover's spending book. the whole time. Yeah, Grover's yeah. spending the whole time being like, "Don't turn the page." There's a monster at the end of the book, and then at the end of the book, I think he was the monster. I forget the spoilers. Um, <laughs> so that's my take on it. But instead of there's a monster at the end of the book, the narrator exclaims that Garf is going to die at the end of the book. So the whole comic is him trying to stop you from turning the page. Um, oh, there. God. Yeah, and it's it's been a lot of fun because everyone's telling me not to kill Garf, and that's part of the whole seriously. Story. It's My part of the God, story. Tommy, it's part of the story. Um, Garf is innocent, but <laughs> there's there's a lot of um there's a lot of depth to it, like there is in the days. So it, there there's a lot of goofs. There's a couple jokes in it that are my favorite thing I've ever written. Uh, there's a Tom Hanks cameo that goes on for quite a bit. Uh, I don't know <laughs> if I could legally include him, but I did. And then the artist on it, uh, Jen McMullins, um, she used to, this is kind of a spoiler, but you guys get the scoop, congrats. Um, she used to work for uh, Thomas Kincaid Studios, which if you're aware oh. is like very fancy, like they sell to Disney as like their high art, like big landscapes, like pastels, it looks like these beautiful, beautiful paintings. Um, okay. So she's very good at that style. So I had her drawing 
cartoonish Garth in the white void to kind of build up the the, the goof levels. And then um, this is the, the, the kind of spoilery thing is that there later on in the comic, there are Thomas Kincaid level, possibly she describes oh. it as even more better intense uh, levels oh, of art wow. later on in it. Um, that I'm very excited. I've been. She sent it to me earlier this week. It's all I've thought about this whole week, and I'm very excited for everyone to see it. Huge That's spoiler awesome. for what the story actually is. Even me saying it uh, is kind of a spoiler. But uh, and and I mean, I'm not like I'm not Star Wars. I don't care if you guys find out what the actual plot. Is, but <laughs> it, it, less, it lessens the impact, and I really want that impact there. Um, oh, yeah. So yeah, so I, I'm very excited. That one's going to be fantastic. Um, and then to answer your question from before, um, our other comic Tritones is not a continuation of the days but it's with ba again and that's kind of a uh it's it's kind of like our twilight zone where it's they're all okay. anthology but like kind of the same themes um where all the themes are basically like twilight zone but focusing on like the the everyday kind of horrors that we face yeah. that are like pretty realistic but doing it in like kind of a weird surreal way um mm -hmm. so the tritones not, this one I'm actually not gonna get too deep into because we barely even started it yet. No, yeah. Um, but this that one's going to be um, essentially it, it's based on like something that kind of happened in my life. It happened to someone else, but uh, it's a comic about domestic violence, but as if the shark from Jaws lived in your house. So it's oh. this comic about fear and about um, not not knowing someone is capable of a thing mm -hmm. uh, with the suspense and anticipation of that like opening hour of jaws when you're waiting for the shark to attack again um yeah. i'm very proud of it i think it's a beautiful comic that's kind of a love letter to survivors um absolutely and yeah i, I can't i can't speak too much about it because it's, no, it's no 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 yeah we don't want, but we don't want you to spoil uh anything. sometime this week we'll be revealing the cover that ba sent me like a few weeks ago it is it's a lot the cover is is, is insane so uh keep an eye on on twitter for that I'm doing a little like giveaway thing where if anyone bought something on my website, uh, like the, like a copy of the days or something, I included um, <laughs> I included like a signed postcard that on one side is signed and the other side is the cover for Tritones. Um, and whoever posts a picture of their postcard first, which is essentially revealing the cover to everyone, uh, they get a copy of Tritones. So if That's you order from my store, you didn't know that. Tweet the cover when you get it. Yeah, and I and I can't and I can't thank you enough, Tommy, for. Uh, coming on here and talking because we are a stupid little star wars podcast that we but so at times we go deep but this is probably mm -hmm. the most deep conversation we've started off with I, so i it's mm -hmm. it's a nice change it's a nice change I love that we're, no but i do love yeah. that we're talking about this but we literally yeah. are going to talk about ap5 musical episode later yeah. <laughs> i was gonna say like yeah. i love how we kept joking about like the tonal whiplash of tommy's comic with the background but it's like the same thing with the episode like you're getting this very mm. serious mon mothma episode then just going to ap5 yeah. and chopper just fucking around and it's like, i'm just no, getting yeah. bullied by everyone <laughs> yeah um but yeah so that's a little bit about tommy Thanks for thanks for sharing, Tommy. Thanks for sharing <laughs> everything. Guys, Chopper's um, crazy, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, that's rude. I'm not gonna acknowledge that. <laughs> but anyway, um, uh, but we're gonna get into uh the story for both uh Secret Cargo and Double Agent Droid. I definitely said that last one wrong.
I'm pretty sure it's double a double droid agent, right? No, it's double agent. It's double right. agent, agent droid. droid. Okay, I was right. Sorry. Okay. I, yeah. I, no need to worry. Anyway. Anyway. All right. So, uh, the first question is going to be from uh, Secret Cargo. So basically, uh, a little bit of synopsis. Uh, this is the Mon Mothma episode. We Milfma. Get... Yes, or Mommy Mothma. Mommy, Mommy Milk. Mommy what? Mommy Milkers. <laughs> oh, all right. We oh. are off to a great start here. Very uh, nice. <laughs> all right. Um, so the ghost crew. Uh... It's intern John. This holiday season, spend more time enjoying the occasion. Safeway simplifies your holiday prep so you can savor every moment. From gift cards to party trays, beer, wine, and delicious desserts like freshly baked pies, cookies, and custom cakes decorated to order. Safeway is your holiday headquarters. So make sure to visit your neighborhood Safeway today or shop online for easy pickup or delivery. They're here to help you sincerely Safeway, your favorite local supermarket. Why? Why? If you have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. With Ezra, Ezra, Zeb, and Hera and Chopper are all sent to uh, get meet up with a secret cargo. They are still they're waiting there. There's a um, warhead uh, protocol droid, not protocol droid, probe droid, probe droid. Yes, thank you, Kelsey. Thank you. I'm struggling through this. I really? always struggle through them. Uh, so they get spotted. They sh- they try to shoot it down. They end up shooting it down with the help of Green Squadron. My Gold Squadron. Gold well, it's Gold Squadron. Either one. Your Either one. right. I know. I I. Nah, I'm not gonna touch that. It's one. almost like it's a reference to A New Hope. Anyway, <gasps> yeah. Oh, that's probably one of Char's three interesting facts. Ooh. It's nope. not. Nope. Dang it. <laughs> I, I always fail guessing it. that. <laughs> um. So. Basically, they're supposed to meet up with the cargo. They won't tell the rebels crew who is who or what they are like. What the cargo is, they get attacked. Long and behold, here comes Mon Mothma, who they were talking about earlier. She had uh, openly spoke out against the emperor and kindly finally put her foot down. The empire's after her. They have this whole montage where they take out the empire. Mon they go- yeah, Mon montage. Ah, thank you, Tommy. <laughs> Thing I'm gonna, that's, that's all I'm gonna say for the next 20 minutes. Uh, yes. Uh, and then they um, they go into hyperspace. They go into Dantooine. She does this huge speech, and the whole Rebel Alliance shows up, and that's the end of that episode. Uh, my question is for the story of this episode. Um, it's gonna be obviously we're gonna base it around Mon Mothma. So in Secret Cargo, we see Mon Mothma. After she has publicly announced that that she is leaving the Imperial Senate and and, and is stepping up uh, in the Rebellion publicly, how does her publicly standing up to the Emperor change the game for the Rebellion as we know it? They now have a famous spokesperson that actually like has a lot of leverage and control over everything, and like has a lot of intel. Mm-hmm. So they're now actually like a group 
instead of this little tiny band of rebels who's kind of going off. But now they actually have like this big person as a spokesperson. They're like, oh, we actually like might have a semi chance here and make an actual difference and ruin the empires and kick the empire's ass a little bit. <laughs> no, yeah. They got yeah. their mom. They got their mom. Plus Hera. Now they have two moms. Two yeah, moms. I was going to say, there's two moms. It's kind of like Jedi Adventures and Nubs. No. They don't have Nora yet, so they don't have three moms yet, but almost. Can you move oh. me Can you move me to Nubs? I, <laughs> I made it 20 that? minutes oh, before oh. mentioning Nora. Be proud of me. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Tommy's, there you go. Tommy's got Nubs. Uh, oh, go. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, this is going so well. Um, no, you, you're what exact what you exactly said was right, Kels. Because it's if you think about it, there there wasn't legitimate. There were rumors of rebellion, but there was never legitimacy le- legitimacy it of it. Small acts of rebellion across the galaxy. Yes, which is going to tie into Harris' question later down the line. Uh, with with a certain show that connects really well the rebels, mm. um, uh, Breaking Bad, yeah, that's, yeah, 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 and and guess and guess what, Tommy? We got Ryan Johnson. <laughs> Ryan. Yeah. That's Ryan. That's Ryan. Uh, everybody's favorite Star Wars director <laughs> and Breaking Bad director. Yeah, which didn't he get a start at Breaking Bad? Anyway, that doesn't matter. One of the greatest episodes of Breaking Bad. <laughs> that doesn't matter. Where Walt's like, Ozymandias. And then he falls. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, Tommy, what are your thoughts on Mon- Mommy Mothma and her kind of sticking it to the uh, <laughs> to the Empire? Uh, I think it's good. This show, I mean, this episode is kind of like the blueprint for just like everything Andor was. Uh, and I mean that in a good way. That's not like they're like, oh, Andor was losing. Uh, which some people would come to that conclusion. Um yeah, no, I think as far as I think Rebels is a funny show because, and I'm sure you all have spoken about this before, but every time I watch it and it has this like deep political, like, I mean, it's not too deep, but you know what I'm saying? Like, it, in the, it's a kid's show that was premiering on Disney XD where the commercials were probably like a talking frog farting. <laughs> I, watched a, I watched an episode that's like, here's how like rebellions are born. I'm like, this show is crazy. This is, <laughs> this is amazing. Um, so, I, I mean, I think it's really cool that an episode like this exists where it was just so, like, respectful of its audience. Um, because obviously a lot of young kids are watching this. But the idea that these young kids can can sit down and, and watch, like, the beginning of something like this, where, where the whole point of the episode is all it takes is one voice to, to start something that will improve the galaxy. Um, so an episode like this, like I, it, it feels a bit like a filler episode. It, it really is just like, here's the Mon, Mon MacGuffin that we have to protect. Mm-hmm. Um, and by the end of it, t- like technically nothing's happened in, in the rebel story, but if you're like a part of the lore of star Wars, a lot of stuff has just happened. Um, but I, I just think it's cool that, that this kind of episode exists for, for an animated show where they were just like, here's, here's the beginning of it all. Like, I, I don't know. Like, it's just it's neat that they took the time to do something like this and show the beginning of something that they then moved on to Andor and, and showed it even more. Um, but yeah, I just think it's it's overall just a, a cool thing that they did. Yeah. In the show. Yeah, he, meant, he... <laughs> he mentioned the other no. show. <laughs> Bring him <on. laughs> Um, No, but I, you're absolutely right. Like it's, it, it, this episode in particular is very, 
very, very lord-based. And with the connections that we are going to get, obviously, Harith, I'm going to try not to step on your toes here. For once? Like I, like I usually do. Runs, I, I usually do, somehow. But it, <laughs> obviously, seeing this episode and then seeing what we're possibly going to get in Andor Season 2 is 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 amazing. But I am so looking forward to seeing that. But I mean, going back to this episode mainly, I mean, we see her, we see Ezra being like in awe of her. Because it's like, this is really like, he is like, wow, somebody's actually speaking up. Because the only other time we saw somebody talk out against the Empire, they were working for the Empire. So it's kind of like, it's almost like if Bale would have done it. It would have had the same gravitas, but the way Mon Mothma has kind of been a thorn in Palpatine's side from the very, from almost the very beginning, uh, is is kind of awesome just to see that kind of go full circle, force full circle, and just see her just basically flip the bird. Um, but yeah, now it's time to talk about everybody's favorite little no, war criminal, no, Tonal yeah. Whiplash. <laughs> But Kels, go ahead. In the best oh. episode of Rebels, I'm so serious. Wait, wait, episode. hold on, hold on. Let's let's take it back here. You think this is better than than even the wedge when wedge got introduced? Yeah, this is the better wedge episode. All right, okay. Uh, hey, All I right. agree with Kels. This episode was good. It's so yeah, fun. I rewatched it. I was surprised how good this was. Wedge no. is so gay in it, guys. <laughs> yeah. Yep, I, 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 you know, hey, I totally agree with that. I could see it. Mans was eyeing Ezra the entire time. Look, Freddy just got really interested in Star Wars, you know? Oh, my God. Speaking of Freddy, though, I actually would trust him as live-action Wedge. Like, he could do it. I think he could actually do yeah, it. Yeah, but then I would only think of iCarly. Okay, but that's a you problem. That is a me problem. <laughs> I, there's a lot of problems that I have that are me problems. Else, I think we all know this. Oh my God, Tommy! Hey, hey, hey! We're don't acknowledge. That's just his background, man. That's what I, I had to use the bathroom, guys. Don't look at me. Don't look at me. <laughs> the refresher. Don't look at his wedge. Eyes though. up. Eyes up. Eyes up. There's nothing going on here. Um. So speaking of perspective, just right. <laughs> So, uh, speaking of uh, Double Agent Droid, a uh, little synopsis. Uh, again, the Rebels crew uh, sends out Wedge, AP5, and Chopper. Best, like to... best trio. No, yeah, I mean, well, okay. So, so, you know, so, you know how Chris has that, like, trio question? That's the best trio That's in, the in, best in Rebels. Trio. That's the best trio. Um and I think it's so funny because Zeb and Ezra are like laughing at each other, being like, "Why did they?" Everyone's making fun of Wedge this episode. Yes, the yes. The entire time, and I'm like, "Justice for my baby boy." Well, he he does blow up a Death Star one day, so jokes on you guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, not he, he. He helped with the first one. He helped with the first one. He blew up the second one. Yeah. Yeah. So he's blown up two. Well, he blew up a Death Star. There. That's fair. That's what I, I mean, hit. either way, either way, it's true. <laughs> either way, it's true. Him up, Kels. <laughs> you're only adding to his achievements. You're defending him, not blowing up too. Yeah. <laughs> not the wedge fan. Not the wedge fan being like, nah, he didn't blow it up. Nah, that didn't happen. No way. Um. Yeah. 
No, go ahead, Harris. You're gonna say. I was something. gonna say the amount of jokes that Kells and I have thrown out about like Wedge blowing up the Death Star, and then Wedge and Luke getting arguments over what no, they did better. See, no, see, Wedge is so like chill about it. People are like you blew up Death Star. He's like, no, it's fine. I didn't help. It was. It wasn't that big a deal. But as soon as it's Luke, he's like, no, you floated on top of it. I flew into that when I <laughs> blew mine up. I flew into the Death Star. What did you do? Skim the top? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. One in a million shot, kid. And yeah. then that's what that's what Luke would come back with. It's like, huh, I had to make a shot that was small. He's like, yeah, well, well, yeah, well, I'm not, well, yeah, well, you're force sensitive. I'm not. <laughs> that's fair. Suck it. Yeah. I mean, who's a whose achievements are best? Uh, so <laughs> they're sent to do a reconnaissance mission to get more information about the Empire. We get our first real, I think this is the first like intelligence of the of the empire like using the lobot folks and having uh communication and being able to take over droids from like insane it's amount impressive. of distances it is it was impressive for the empire at least yeah. because we know they they're cheap and Man, they don't like buy this episode you know and it is just wild. So they take over Chopper because he goes into like the central computer, they're able to access it, they take take him over. They are able to get out of the base. Oh, and we see that scene uh, where AP5 basically... Well, because AP5 is just like, oh, well, he th he thinks Wedge is going off because Wedge knows that he's being uncontrolled. So they're going off to yes. an undisclosed location so that Chopper yeah. can't hear them. No, Wedge just needs to pee. AP5 just runs in on him. And then Wedge throws him out, screams at him, being like, get out. AP5's like, I'm not finished yet. And then Wedge screams, neither am I. And just slams the door in his face. Yeah, it's pretty. It's, it's, it, it's so this episode funny. has a lot of good comical bits it's to it. So funny. AP5 has the best one, though. Just constantly being oh, in yeah. the right, but no one acknowledges no him. No one acknowledges yeah, Also, yeah. him and Chopper singing Annie Get Your Gun to each other. Yeah. In the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's uh, when I knew this episode was gonna be really good. The first time I saw the show, I was like, "Oh, they're singing and get your gun." This is yeah. let's go. And I mean, so Chopper uh, goes back with uh, AP Five and Wedge. He's obviously taken over. They go to the main computer, the main uh, hyperdrive coordinates uh, for the Rebel base. They start downloading things. Uh, Hera gets the jump off on it, and not before. Uh, Chopper goes completely AWOL <laughs> and uh, pushes AP5 out uh, out into space and we get the we get the uh, we get like, the like, singing montage yes we get the singing montage which is very it's iconic so good. and uh, Hera basically gets a hold of Chop re like I don't, I don't exactly how to explain it but she basically sends a power surge to the source that it's coming from and they blow up the ship which, she has a very sexy mother moment. Yes, she does. Don't yes. mess with my droid. No, yes, that's hero my moment. Droid. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It was it's one of the top hero moments. It's so yeah, good. It is really good. But the way Ezra's like, I've never seen her like this. Ezra's just like, yeah. huh? And Wedge is just like staring at Ezra the entire time, like, hi, yeah. person that I think is gay. <laughs> yeah. We should make out. <laughs> Maybe. I firm believer the two of them made out at least once. That's that's what I'm saying. Watch, it'll come out in a book that that, that happened. Thank you. It'd be great. Um, but now to my question. Uh, <laughs> how does Chopper's vulnerability to the Empire infiltration and man manipulation com 
contribute to the tension that we see in this episode? And how does it highlight the ongoing challenges and dangers the Rebellion faces against the Empire? It's so easy that they almost, like, they almost got their base given up because Chopper was just taken over so easily and he was only discovered because everyone knows him so well and AP5 was like, yo, something's wrong. And after mm-hmm. him being like, something's wrong and Hera being like, why are you acting weird? But like, if they didn't know Chopper well enough, no one would have noticed and the Empire would have figured out where they were without them knowing. So yeah. Like... I just think it's funny that we don't see this type of stuff in, in the original trilogy. It's just like, hey! We're gonna show you this and then never show you it again. <laughs> that's all that's all I could think about for both sides, both the Empire taking over Chopper, then also Hera just sending like a death <laughs> surge to them that exploded their ship more than like I've ever seen a ship be exploded by one a singular act in Star Wars before. Yeah. I just think it's funny that I neither after that happened, both sides were just like that's the nah. do that. We don't gotta do that again. We're not gonna send this like <laughs> explosive ship. So, we're yeah, not gonna that was take a yeah, we know where Hera her only yeah. only Hera can do it. She has special mommy powers. It just <laughs> yeah, we know, we know where Chopper got his war criminals from. It was Hera. <laughs> it was from Hera. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like mother, like son. Oh God. Um, we'll find out what Jason does later. <laughs> oh, oh God. <laughs> All right. Well, okay. But yeah, is it no. bad that I am unironically excited for live action, Jason? <laughs> I want to see what they too. do. I want to see what they do because he won't be a baby. Everyone fan cast their live action Jason. Mine's a ninja, the Twitch streamer. <laughs> no, it's one of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Oh, that's good. It's Michelangelo. Yeah, I was going to say, I was going to say, which one would it be? And I was like, yeah, he's Michelangelo for sure. He's going to say Cowabunga one time in Star Wars. The fans are going to absolutely lose it. Lose it. But no, like, Tommy, you make it. You, you, you bring you bring up a good point that like they never they never use that 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 form of methods ever again and I find it so fascinating. It's like the empire's like, nah, I don't think that's a good idea. So we're just gonna go back to not being smart and not figure this out. Yeah, we did that once. The guy's a shit blown up. Let's not do that again. Well, it's also because like they say in the episodes because they're like, oh, they're trying to impress Thrawn so hard because the ISP is like, we gotta like show that we're better than them and then. Because like they're at one point, because they're like, oh, "What if we just send the data to the Chimera?" They're like, "No, we're gonna keep it for ourselves." Like they're trying to like one up them, which is their downfall. True. Um, the guy that was doing it looked like that Vsauce guy. Hold on. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, Vsauce Michael here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he does look like Vsauce. How, how do I quickly? Like, they try to model it after Josh Gad, but it just doesn't work, and they just turn it into. Michael. Yeah, it's no, yeah, it's it is, and it's so funny because you can tell the voice actors are like, you can tell Vanessa Marshall was used. Um, she's one of the 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 typers, uh, the the people talking. Um, but like, I just love how they never use that again. They're just like, screw this shit. Like, we saw this earlier. No way are we doing it again. Like, not and, a and chance. And like Kel said, it's funny that. If it was literally any other droid, it would have worked. It would have worked. <laughs> oh, yep. <laughs> yep. Yeah, absolutely. Is that is, no, that's scary how accurate. It's the same guy. Just put like a, like, be. a Lobot band on it and it works. Yeah, we can, um, give me like eight Lobot. seconds. <laughs> Keep talking. Uh, but no, it, it's, it, it is hilarious. This episode is, 
It's it's low key one of, it one of it. It's not. A, it's so interesting how people I use filler. Tru- I don't trust people who say it's a bad episode. And they don't yeah. Because honestly, because like, well, okay, but look at the two episodes. It's in between. It's in between, like, the secret cargo and then Twin Sons. Yeah. You you needed that. We needed this little break of fun mm-hmm. and shenanigans and some character development for people before we got dove right into Twin Sons. Before we got Kenobi. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So like, yeah, it's like yeah, the word filler is weird because like it's really not. I mean, sure, plot wise, does so much go on? No, but like, it doesn't really matter. Oh, I, I, Luke, Luke, you have a history with the word filler. You have a very, you have a very long history with the word filler. Oh uh, well, that's because that. I, that's because I don't like the word filler. Is that what you're? Yeah. Well, because whenever single time when you were when I think it was Kenobi when Kenobi was coming on every time someone yeah, called it filler, four. you got Stop it. You were livid. <laughs> no, yeah, I, yeah, no, we just don't want to talk no. about that. I mean, actually. especially when you have like twenty episode seasons, you want yeah. the fun little adventures in there with character development. Yeah, because that's you can't have fun character moments happen. Yeah, you can't have it be like Tommy's the days like twenty episodes straight. Yeah, and like you know? every single episode Don't moves say that, the plot forward. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's good. It's good. It's good. Hard hitting stuff. So I mean, come on, they'd be lucky to have you. Plus, like, where else can you get AP five and Chopper being an old married couple bickering with each other? What, which For is 20 minutes, which begs the question which couple is better, AP5 uh, Chopper or, or Callus and Zep? Oh, oh my, my god, <laughs> no one screenshot that. That could be that could be incriminating. <laughs> <laughs> it's intern John. This holiday season, spend more time enjoying the occasion. Safeway simplifies your holiday prep so you can savor every moment. From gift cards to party trays, beer, wine, and delicious desserts like freshly baked pies, cookies, and custom cakes decorated to order. Safeway is your holiday headquarters. So make sure to visit your neighborhood Safeway today or shop online for easy pickup or delivery. They're here to help you sincerely Safeway, your favorite local supermarket. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Um, oh no! What were you guys talking about? Oh no! <laughs> talking about droid relationships. <laughs> nah, droid oh, relationships. Awesome. No, 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 no. It, is is C three PO and R two or AP five and Chopper? Ooh. I am I, honest. As much as I love C three PO and and R two, I gotta go AP five and Chopper. It's just one of them's a war criminal. The other one just thinks he knows better than everyone else. Like when he was trying to one up Wedge, like yeah. Wedge is like, "This is what happened," and then AP was like, "I did all the work." Fuck you. Like, no, what also gets me about AP5 trying to one-up everybody, it's like when he gets into the Imperial base and he has that little, like, God, like, I, I could have done this all too. by myself. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, that's that's uh, that's that's it for my section. Now it's time for Char. Let's dive into the lore of Secret Cargo Double Agent Droid. 
Don't be too proud of this podcast you've constructed. The ability to tell three interesting facts is insignificant next to the power of the lore. And we are back to talk about the lore of Secret Cargo and Double Agent Droid. Today's lore is going to be about spaceship maneuvers. Yeah, get excited. Get excited. Spaceships. Wedge. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Oh, well, okay. Uh, you, you go, and then I will throw in my little tidbit later. <laughs> All right. I said Wedge, and Kels was like, was like All right, I have, I keep talking. <laughs> All right, so in the Secret Cargo episode, we see Phoenix Squadron and Mon Mothma's group of rebels that escaped the Empire by firing proton torpedoes into the clouds of the Archean Nebula. uh, Nebula? Nebula. (laughs) Of the Archean Nebula. Also, Hera being able to pilot the Ghost while on the brink of incineration. In Star Wars, we see and read some crazy piloting techniques that stand out from your average pilot. Some examples. The Holdo maneuver in The Last Jedi. Han Solo's needles stunt in Solo, a Star Wars story. The great hyperspace disaster caused by the Nihil in Light of the Jedi. Poe Dameron lightspeed skipping in The Rise of Skywalker. Luthen Rail's laser spin from his ship. And many more. Wedge so- and Tilly's. <laughs> <laughs> Wedge and Tilly's. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> um, but he did, a, he did a cool barrel once. Wedge and Tilly's taking out the North Tower oh. of the Death Star 2. Yeah. Um, but I want to ask all of you, what is your favorite piloting stunt or maneuver in Star Wars and why? Ooh. I can only do a joke answer. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> And okay. I think Family Guy beat okay. me to it. I, I'm sure everyone saw Maggie's answer coming. Um. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yep. Yep. The tech turn. <laughs> Tokyo Drift. No, that is a good one, though. Good. I just like any time that they, they say, like, oh, here we go. And then they, they kind of just move to the side a little bit. Every time. Weirdly enough, I was watching um, Fifty Shades of Grey for the first time recently. <laughs> And that exact thing happens during like the romantic helicopter scene. And, like, all you think about. He goes, hold on tight. And then it just cuts to the helicopter moving slowly to the left. Like a little bit. It's really good. Go watch it. It's the best scene. There's no other scene you have to worry about besides that one. Um, and that, it just re- it reminded me of Star Wars as you're watching it, which was not the only time I thought of Star Wars while watching that movie. Uh, <laughs> all right. So, 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 yeah, what's your favorite piloting shit? What's your favorite piloting maneuver? <laughs> My favorite Star Wars piloting maneuver is the helicopter scene in the Fifty Shades of Grey. <laughs> <laughs> Who else got an answer? What? <laughs> okay. The uh, only answer. That's correct. Cr- he got the canon answer, okay? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Oh my god. Oh my that's... god. Uh, yeah, Kenny in the chat. Uh, Poe just being a Maverick when he first seen him in The Force Awakens. Oh my yeah, god. Him on Taco Donna when he took out nine consecutive TIE fighters. Yeah. There's a chat. Yeah. There's a chat. <laughs> <laughs> you should be able There's to see it, Tommy. Tommy, it's this comment move oh, on the right. Yeah, Ooh. move out of the private chat. I was in private comments. chat, which only I wrote in so far. <laughs> oh, cool. Hey, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> so All right. Look at <laughs> <laughs> it's a oh, that's great. Yo, what did I miss? Hold on. <laughs> Oh, right, we're going back up to the top. 
back to the top with Tommy. Um, <laughs> so we are. What what is yours? Um, it's like asking what my favorite song is. Um, oh my god, I'm crying. Anyway, it's fine. No, okay. Well, slight side thing. When you mentioned like continuity, not when you mentioned like Y wings earlier in like mm-hmm. Secret Cargo. Yeah. Um. Uh. Wedge's. My God, I got something. Like <laughs> Wedge's wife, future wife, flies a Y wing. Mm-hmm. So there's my connectivity to new episodes. Is is Wedge and Nora? Anyway, um, <laughs> is also much. A maneuver-ish, but it, my first thought was um, Iden Versio during the Battle of Jakku when she just goes flying at the, um, sorry, at the cruiser, <laughs> and then just like right, jumps out of one. her ship and almost falls off the Star Destroyer. Yeah, it's really sexy of her. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, I literally got something in my eye now. Now I'm tearing up. It's fine. <laughs> Mine's gonna, mine's gonna you said me. wedge and then you started crying. <laughs> um, I do. And you know, my favorite maneuver would be in a certain movie called Rogue Squadron that is not out yet. And oh no, what do you mean by yet? <laughs> what do you mean by that? And it would include hopefully wedge doing cool pilot things. <laughs> Like a barrel I will. Roll. That's that's yeah. like, like, a a, roll. like a barrel like a, roll. Like a barrel roll. Um, <laughs> well, here's the thing, though. He's such a good pilot that Luke Skywalker. One point. Here's my wedge Luke tip of the day because we all I knew we all knew what this was. I was going to mention them at one point. <laughs> is at one point Luke what wedge is like. I wonder what it's like to fly with the Force just for like an hour. Just know what it, it's like. And Luke is like, well, it's almost as as good as flying with you as a co-pilot. Oh, so that, we love that. We love that's that. That's my them. wedge Luke tidbit of the evening. You're welcome. Do not that's so that true, out. Tommy. Tommy. <laughs> Tommy. No, I also do love that AP5 is like also the reason that um, Wedge hates droids and just doesn't want to and just wants to fly solo. But then he meets Luke Skywalker and then they become co pilot. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> it's great. It's great. It's, I love I would say, I would say, well, Char hasn't seen it, and I don't think Hera's seen it either. But the scene from Jedi Adventures where Nubs, like, is Nubs, uh, it, Nubs is uh, maneuvering. Hell yes, yeah. yes, our king, our 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 king, our, our king, well, Nub supremacy. By the okay. way, you, you have the C, you have the CEO and the CFO here. Tommy yes. is CEO you and mentioned- I am the CFO. Sorry, I have another one, but I will be quiet for a second. <laughs> no, Nub's doing doing the uh, the top thing with the race in that episode. Mm, he, yeah, he did a hell of a job. He he was the MVP of that. Yeah, my second one would be anything with it would be uh, two thousand three Tartakovsky Clone Wars Anakin completely just wrecking everybody. Oh, in space. Yeah. I thought you were gonna say Mace Windu on like the that is also a good one. <laughs> That's also a good one, but you know, hey, he—that man was going crazy. He was going, he was going wild. crazy. My, <laughs> sorry, you mentioned High Republic, and then I remembered the other very important pilot in my life, Zeriel Barin. Um, when oh, she yep. literally gets married, and then proceeds in her wedding dress, fight in a single shooter, 
fighter and goes underwater in it to sink the guy's ship behind her while in her wedding dress. Top two sexiest thing the woman has ever done. Like, <laughs> yep. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. But Damn. I mean, I my I feel like this one gets brushed under the rug too much. But when Lando saved Finn and Jana on the yeah. Star Destroyer as it's falling down in the Rise of Skywalker. The, the fact that he, the fact yeah. that Lando was able to balance the Falcon next to a falling Star Destroyer and able to pick them up while on the brink of just it exploding up is crazy to me. I don't know. I feel like yeah. that doesn't really Lando get much Lando was the uh, better respect. pilot of the Money Falcon over Han. Sorry, Han stands. That is a fact. Lando was better at doing it. Oh, no. It we, was we, originally we Solo. <laughs> it was originally his Solo. We, we, Lando, Lando, Lando was the better one. <laughs> Yeah, Han, Han massacred the Falcon. Yeah. <laughs> just Han stands a little touchy. I'm like, guys, Lando's um, the better pilot. It's okay. You can admit it. <laughs> I mean, even Hera. I mean, and I still think that Hera is the best pilot in all Star Wars. I'm oh, partial to Wedge, but she is, but Wedge is a part of the Hera lineage. So, because the lineage is, it's literally the lineage is Hera, Wedge, Snap. Poe, which is a very important lineage to me. Yeah. So. Yeah, absolutely. Harris? I guess I'm kind of struggling to find one. Like, the main one that's kind of, like, sticking out to me is the Enforce Awakens as well, when Han tries to do an in-planet jump to sneak onto mm. Circular Base. Ooh, yeah, that's, that's another good one. one. That is a good one. It's just Han doing hyperspace shit with, with the, Falcon the Falcon and, and, and just, like, hoping... <laughs> Yeah, hoping everything turns out great. Maybe well, we also... won't explode. I well, haven't there's... yet. Yeah. There's also the um the one where Anakin reverses the thrusters to make the uh, the two missiles collide with each other. I, I was I, I had I, a I, answer of if you wouldn't take that of Thrawn alliances when Anakin does the dark shit at the end. Oh yeah, that's right, <laughs> y'all. Yeah, you know he's not the greatest person in the world. You know we just just have to. Acknowledge he, it and kind that of that mind went on. a little bit. You know, it just went a little. The, the the real question is: Is Tommy going to stick with with Fifty Shades of Grey as his as his <laughs> maneuver? That's the real <laughs> question. Because there's a lot of maneuvers in that movie. And you guys, you guys are so good at remembering things. <laughs> <laughs> well, yours stands out really well. Let me let us say. I I have learned that when you're unprepared for a situation, just make a joke and everyone will move on from it pretty quickly. Uh, but I guess Dude, not I'm today. autistic. I can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> I cling. You, you just did, kind of. That was good. Okay. <laughs> uh, I don't think I have an actual answer anymore. <laughs> I do think that. Yeah, yeah, no, if you want me to say more perfect. maneuvers from Fifty Shades of Grey, I will, but that, we'll get this back quickly. Um, we'll, go, we'll, we'll stick with the helicopter one. I mean, if okay. you guys want to turn this into a Fifty Shades of Grey podcast, we can. <laughs> I will help um, you. Let's go. I've only uh, seen the first Tom, one. It was I mean, I like know, Sutra. I, I know why the Fifty Shades movie exists. It's because of 9-11, but that's a whole thing. Are you what? Are you doing, are wait, you doing wait, the wait. Twilight of it all? Oh, you don't, oh, you don't know around about around it? Oh, oh, this has got to be off. This has got to be offline. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk about yeah. that after the show. But, oh, um, my God. Yeah. That, yeah with that, 9-11 with... is the reason Fifty Shades exists. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk about that once the show I was going to say, over. I also love how we were focusing so hard on Tommy's Fifty Shades of Grey joke. We completely <laughs> jumped over the other joke he made about the maneuver in New Hope with Han just going slightly <laughs> to the left. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that was... <laughs> 
That that one's a good one too, though. That was Family Guy made that joke in like 2008, so I, I, we can't linger on it for too long. But what was it? What was it on? Uh, part of the Blue Harvest. Yeah, right? yeah. I mean, it was it was classic early 2000s humor where they where they lingered on for it on it for like a really long time, where they just yes. kept saying, "He's like, watch out, I'm gonna make a move" or something like that, and then he yeah. just shifts his nose a little bit this way. And like, yeah. He just listed lazily to the left, and he's like, "Ah, no, I'm gonna do it again." Like it was. Yeah. Everyone, no, go watch it. Turn off the podcast. Go watch that instead. It's really funny. I love yeah. Family Guy. Uh, well, yeah, Chaka okay. wants to know, but by 9/11, fun fact. <laughs> yeah. Hey, uh, Chaka. <laughs> Maybe we'll find later. out later. Maybe we just later. send him All the right. streamyard link. <laughs> yeah, 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 he gets. All right. Link. Without further ado, that is it for my section of today's episode. Wait, well, I want to know which one one is it. What's your favorite? Didn't he say it? I just said it was it was Lando saving yeah, yeah, Finn yeah. and Jonna. Oh, yeah. I didn't. For- oh yeah. Okay. Never mind. I forgot right, about now that. we yeah. move on to the Fifty Shades of Grey portion. Yes, <laughs> yes we can. Yeah. We're going to be talking not about Kelsey's, the- not, not gonna, that one. We're, we're going to dive into Harrod's interconnectedness of Fifty Shades of Grey. My experience. There's no such thing as luck. I don't know how ready for the video me. scared me. I wasn't ready for the video. <laughs> Jump scare. Jump scare. It was funny. So I was texting Luke because, again, habit of making sure we don't clash. And I go, Luke goes, hey, what do you got for uh, Secret Agent Droid? I go, nothing. And he's like, oh, got it. So we're not going to talk about Secret Agent Droid. We're just going to talk about Mon Mothma. Rude. Kels, at least I came up with a question. Uh, <laughs> I'm, hey, what can I say? I tried, okay. I'm offended. You really anyway. got messed up, Harris. <laughs> I'm sorry. Right, anyway, on. for today we're going to be talking about political intrigue and Secret Cargo. So in Secret Cargo, Mon Mothma. Can we talk about bathroom etiquette? <laughs> <laughs> I think we should talk about that. I think we can. We'll, we'll get, I'm so sorry for cutting you off. I just really wanted to set the agenda before we hey, <laughs> I could have made an entire question about the refresher interjecting the galaxy's edge, but you know, I didn't want to like torture Maggie like that. So let's just move on. I'll, I'll do it. I'll think of I'll one while you're saying what you're about to say. I got this. Don't worry. Oh. <laughs> no, this is going to be great. I love this. <laughs> so, okay. Let's talk about political intrigue and secret cargo. So Mon Mothma comes to the realization that she cannot win the fight within the Senate. So how does this pivotal moment in Secret Cargo directly connect to the political intrigue depicted in Andor, where Mon Mothma is constantly compelled to conceal her true allegiances to the Rebellion? She's back in my master's program for English. <laughs> oh my god. That was a lot of time. big words. Can you repeat the question? Oh, that was impressive. All right, that's, uh, that's your, Jack, that's can you transcribe that for us? That's your yeah, first that's our first repeat. repeat. <laughs> <laughs> Reveal Mothma. Political intrigue and or with her hiding the rebellion. Mm. There, there you go. Kels, take you, Kels, can you leave with this one? I see you're, you're at Janelle. <laughs> well, all I know about is Mon Mothma in Andor is a lot different. She's sexy. Yes. <laughs> well, and also Gen- Genevieve O'Reilly is, 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 is voices her. In... Her voice is also up there sexy. as well. Sexy. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Also, Parrot, fuck Perrin. Oh. I just, I just want to know does she divorce Perrin before she outs? I hope so. Palpatine? <laughs> yeah. That's what I want to know. I won't be surprised if they do that in season two. <laughs> yeah. Well, because, okay, I don't know if. I, okay. Well, it was leaked like several months ago. 
But there is that photo of like her and Cassian running yep. on we think Chandrilla. I'm assuming. So I'm wondering if like or it could be it could be Coruscant. So what I'm wondering is like maybe that scene with her and Cassian running is him getting her out of Coruscant and he's the one that gets her out of Coruscant and to where we see her in Rebels. Mm. Ooh. Yeah. Well, if it's filmed like a rom com, like he grabs yeah. her. Yeah. Come on, and then it like, like, like <laughs> that. That is a good song. That is a good segue into my second question because I do talk about that. I said uh, in the act of the rebel cells and seeker cargo showcases Mon Mothma's leadership and her role of building a stronger resistance against the Empire. How does this crucial event in secret cargo contribute to the events leading up to Rogue One and shed light on the rebellion's strategies and resilience? How might the successful alliance formation foreshadow significant storylines that are coming up in Andor season two? That's a good question. That's really good. Nice. Holy shit! What? I my <laughs> brain just whoa. went Cassian Fulcrum. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I feel like we're on like hot ones, but in Star Wars. Yeah, you're just like <laughs> here's, here's long words, and I'm like, well, like do you have a montage of, of people being confused by your <laughs> like, question, but like like enthusiastically and in a positive way? Like, wow. Like, like, wow. I, I think Ooh. I think we need to, I think we need to. I think this is going to be the first one. This is well, going to be the say, first montage. I'll you guys say this make about me run over to Star Wars theories, where his deepest questions are like, "What kind of meat do you think they eat in Star Wars?" <laughs> Like, oh, I think, I think the big bird ones. Wait, why is meat in Star Wars? Um, shouldn't it be Nerf? Oh my, but um, I'm gonna respond to Harrod's question. So it's it's funny because when you see when you see Mon Mothma right now uniting all the rebel cells across the galaxy, it's interesting because when you get to Rogue One and then you get all of these different former senators that are all surrounding this table agreeing with or agreeing and disagreeing with Jyn Erso about going to Scarif because they're like is this worth it there's no hard concrete evidence as to will this stop the Death Star so this, to see that Mon Mothma is in control of everything but to have all of these different leaders come together and have opposing opinions because at this very point you see Bail Organa re listening to her transmission you see all you see um, Commander Sato listening too so, like all these people. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Just watching her speak, it's, it's very, it, it connects really well with Rogue One because when they're on Yavin and they're all planning on going to Scarif with Merrick and um, Radis, it's like I I say we fight, and because like it's 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 a whole like democracy now. It's not just about like 
taking down the empire. Now they have structure. They have a military. They have leaders. It's a huge growth point because this is only two years before A New Hope and two years before Rogue One. So they, they developed quickly within that time frame. Yeah. And then like what Kels is saying with the whole, like how mm-hmm. it could lead into Andor season two. Like I know as soon as Andor season one wrapped Luke's first words out of his mouth was, we're going to see what happened at rebel season three, but from Mon Mothma's point of view, and also the fact that Genevieve O'Reilly is the voice actress for Mon Mothma also kind of pushes that a little bit further of like, Oh yeah, this is definitely a possibility because of the whole, every arc, it jumps a year type structure yeah. that Andor season two is going to have. Like, I'm sure we're going to see it. Here's how we get Wedge Antilles in Andor season two. Uh, yep. This is how we good, win. So gets, get good, good hey, he had a voice cameo in Rogue One, okay? I have some faith in Tony Gilbray. I'll get a Wedge something. Well, depending on the Andor. time frame of when Andor goes to, Wedge will it's still gonna, be gonna, in the Empire. Yeah. yeah. No? no? No, it's every, every arc it's, a year. No, it leads up to the events of Rogue One. Yeah, it's going to go straight. Like, and, the last shot and, is going to be him either going to the planet that we see him start at in Rogue One. Well, the first season was dead. five BBY. That was when Rebels started. I know. Yeah. Well, yeah. But, like, and then it, getting closer, especially when Mon's joining the Rebellion, which, because we'll definitely see Mon getting more involved with the Rebellion. We'll, I feel like we'll get a wedge crumb somewhere. This is me manifesting. I miss my boy. <laughs> I'm trying to remember which episode was it where Wedge leaves the academy is it season is it the end of season two in season season three three. episode two three Three? yeah it's beginning of it's the beginning of season three is it really beginning of season three yeah okay so it's likely that i remember because i was on the podcast for that episode yeah that's likely that wedge if if it just so happens to show the imperial academy in andor it's likely that he still might be an imperial cadet I'd lose my mind. I just want Wedge content at this point. I just want to see him. <laughs> I she's miss been him. In this, she's been in this fight since 2014. Yeah. Right? For you know who's also been in this fight for a while? Char. He's been in this fight for two years, along with the three interesting facts. Oh, yeah, <laughs> that's right. I know that segment. Why don't you go play that little thing that you going on over here the jump three scare. interesting facts about a certain rebels arc that you didn't know about until now <laughs> jump scare. Just, the jump scare three interesting facts <laughs> <laughs> oh wow you get that one by really fast <laughs> right. part 39 secret cargo and double agent droid edition fact one backstory to a brief mention mon mothma mentions a massacre on gorman the Gorman Massacre as a concept dates back to 1990's Rebel Alliance sourcebook, where it was cited as an inciting incident of imperial brutality that inspired rebellion. Fact 2. Homage to George Lucas. The staff aboard the controller and their operations center was very much inspired by the soulless control room seen in George Lucas's first, first feature film, THX 1138. Fact 3. The lore master is here. Controller LT319 was designed to resemble Pablo Hidalgo, Lucasfilm's story group creator executive, who regularly fields fan questions on Rebels Recon. Hidalgo recorded the temp voice for the character who was ultimately played by Josh Gad. And there you have it. Those are the three interesting facts about Secret Cargo and Double Agent Droid. 
Oh, are you talking about the guy that bodied uh, or accidentally bodied Theory, and then he got ex then he got really, really, really hurt about it? Yes. Is that the guy? Oh, okay. Just wait. Sure. Wait. Are we talking about the Vsauce guy? That's supposed to have like Pablo. Yeah, Vsauce Michael's Pablo Hidalgo. Base. Yeah, that's that's who it was. Yeah. So. yeah. Uh, can you guys Maybe edit not. out the part where I put Vsauce on the screen? <laughs> 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 Uh, it's okay. Without, the without live the stream the, cloud. without the, the, the without the cloud uh, on the uh, side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the... I think I think Vsauce is really handsome and cool. <laughs> <laughs> and this is how Liberty dies with thunderous applause. I, I wrote in. Um, it might have looked like Vsauce was saying I'm a fascist, teehee, but he was saying I'm a fish. Just... <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm a fisherman. <laughs> <laughs> all right but uh with that uh we're gonna rank the episode uh tommy this is your first time being on here so i'm kind of gonna explain it's kind of self-explanatory uh bad ensign okay lieutenant good captain great admiral chef's kiss grand admiral uh this is basically your ranking on what you think those episodes are kind of ranking it. Yeah. So, so, the, so the higher the imperial rank, the higher you, the more you like the episode. So mm. basically, uh, Kels, we'll start with you. All right. Well, uh, Seager Krago is Admiral. Okay. But we all know because it's my favorite episode on the whole show. Secret. Wait, double agent droid. Sorry, is the Grand Admiral because you know what? Peak television. Got a musical oh. number. When it did, Hera being sexy, yep. Chopper going ape shit, mm -hmm. Wedge being gay over Ezra. What could you? What more could you want from an episode from of television? <laughs> yeah, Tommy. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna rip off Conan a little bit here. Uh, I give Secret Cargo like a Wedge Bower roll. Um, <laughs> it's it was pretty good, but I think Kels thinks it's better than it really was. Um, oh. and then <laughs> that that was just a little joke but it turned out that landed pretty well i didn't mean oh, yeah. um, <laughs> and then uh uh the other one that's name i'm forgetting is the droid or droid um that yep. one that one gets uh, a wedges tidbit out of 10 <laughs> uh which is which is Pretty good and better than you think. Going hey, AP <laughs> hey, AP5 saw the tidbit before Luke did. So you know what? That's fair. So true. <laughs> it's funny. That's, so true, that's, that That's fair. Uh, <laughs> Aerith? Uh, I'm just going to keep it simple. Admiral for both for different reasons. Uh, yeah. Secret Cargo. Again, I think it's like on the SPC where it's like it's close to a Grand Admiral, but like I wouldn't say it's it gets that threshold like other Rebels episodes, but there's so many great moments in Secret Cargo and Double Agent Droids, Double Agent Droid. Come on. Do I need do I need to explain why? It's iconic. It's iconic. Yeah. Uh Char. Sorry. <laughs> My ranking for this is kind of the opposite of Kells. Oh. <laughs> I think Secret Cargo is a Grand Admiral episode, yeah. but Double Agent Droid's an Admiral. So I'm going to give this episode in its entirety an Admiral. I, I For some reason, I just really liked Secret Cargo. Everything yep. that happened with Ma Mon Mothma, with her, Mothma. her speaking against the Emperor, and seeing the formation of the Rebellion, and all of these 
parties that are across the galaxy listening to her message and just seeing and then we see the tight offender in in you know we see it all there that is but a like, sexy tight offender i will give it that <laughs> yeah That's a sexy ship <laughs> but there was the events of that of that episode just it just screamed star wars to me i don't know why like the, like the rebellion is just oh, i don't know it intrigues me so much but yeah this episode as a whole is an admiral to me i'm gonna have to agree with char grand admiral say it for uh secret cargo uh, because of the rebellion aspect of we finally get to see everything. <laughs> I have done fucked up. <laughs> Wait, what? I should have I should have committed. I, I, said, I said it was close to a Grand Admiral, but I said Admiral. Damn it. No, yeah, you, you already yeah. said it. Yeah, you it's Grand Admiral. It. You committed. You committed. Yeah. yeah. See, see here with the one thing that that once we do, once we, once we make our ranking, you gotta stick to it, dude. Yeah, I'm yeah, you can't. To it, but yeah, I, you gotta you be firm up. with your ranking. Yeah, you can't. You can't. You can't yeah. change it. I mean, but okay. only one of it's us. It's almost like opinions lesson, change. Though. Whoa, <laughs> Kels is flexing the autograph. Oh man. <laughs> hey, I have anything with wedges and ten out of ten. I met the man himself. We yep. bantered. You did. I win. <laughs> did you tell him? Did you? My birthday party. Oh yeah. Yeah. It looked like my uncle and a few pillows tied to him, but it was droopy. <laughs> that that is Wait, awesome. What, Luke? That is awesome. That is great. Um, but yeah, uh, that's gonna be it for this episode of the podcast. Uh, Tommy Kells, thank you guys so much for coming on. Exactly. Hopefully, we hopefully we can get you both on for for another episode maybe in the new format where it's not just us talking about star Wars. We're talking about other things, but, uh, Kels, where can the good people possibly, I think you've, I think you've maybe gotten us to watch that movie now. It's really what? bad. We watched it thinking it would be like at least funny. It's not it's funny. Not. It's not even a funny watch. Like watch the first twilight. That's a funny watch. Like, that's <laughs> great. It's just what? depressing. What? It's what? really what? sad. It's connected to twilight. Oh, you God. don't understand. We, well, okay, we'll, we, we'll, 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 I love how we're talking about the interconnectedness of other stuff that's not Star Wars. We talked no, about yeah. interconnectedness of Breaking Bad to Better Call Saul to Ryan Johnson. Now we're doing Twilight. Yeah, absolutely. No, absolutely. But right. it's, it, it's so connected, though. The it's Force a ties all things, like 50 Shades and of Grey. And 9-11 started all of it. <laughs> anyway, Kels, where can the good people follow you? Uh, Discount Sam Stark on TikTok. I haven't posted in almost a month, but it's fine. I'll I'll do that. Um, and then um, Sansa Skywalkers on Twitter and Instagram, where I think I'm funny, but I don't know. <laughs> yeah, you're pretty funny. Okay. You you're pretty funny. <laughs> Woo! Oh, no. Uh, and there goes my, there there, goes my there, there, goes there was <laughs> a wedge shrine. There the door, that's in a magnetically shrine. sealed case. Yeah. No damage. No damage. Yeah. No fall damage, unlike tech. Oh, Tommy. Ouch. <laughs> well, my girlfriend's like in the comments right now. All right. Tommy, <laughs> where, can they, where can the good people follow you? Um, uh, you can follow my burner account, which is Droopy McBurner. That <laughs> um, does exist. I, I signed off of it because it got overwhelming. Everyone found it immediately, and, and it was getting tweeted out. Um, follow me on there. Yeah, no, that would be good. I can bring that one back. <laughs> also, my, also, my name with an underscore. You heard me before. You get it. It's very simple. I also have a podcast. Chris Edmondson, <laughs> I'm so bad at, like, plugging. Maggie, it's a joke. He's our, our sweet king is still alive. 
No, he's we not. didn't see. We didn't see a body. Um, I promise. It's um, because his body was too gory to be seen on screen. Kels, I'm trying. I'm trying so hard to stick the landing here, and you're making it so hard. <laughs> anyway. Uh, uh, never mind. Uh, Harris. <laughs> uh, well, you can find me at Harris Productions on TikTok and Instagram. You can find me at Harris underscore edits on Twitter. And you can find me here on Pod Ones. Uh, stay tuned to the channel uh, for the trivia tournament on Sunday. I'm working my ass on, on that and I want some views on it. So please go watch it. Yes. Yes. Watch that. If anything like your questions before, it's going to be incredible. <laughs> gonna be <laughs> the best like question that. you've ever had in a trivia game it's gonna tommy, make you think your entire life tommy you should tommy tommy, tommy, you should, tommy i have a great tommy. question to add to your trivia i will tell you it later okay uh tommy, tommy doesn't know the lore yeah tommy doesn't know the lore but he he will soon eventually he doesn't know my uh, canon event no oh we got to talk about that later uh char where can the good people follow you before before i tell where the good people can follow me before the episode started, Tommy, Luke mentioned something about your obsession with Droopy McCool. I just want to know, like, where, where did this come from? Like, Dro- Look at him. Um, this costs more money than it should have. Um, <laughs> it's... I, I explained this on the Star Wars Skinny podcast a year ago, so you really should have listened to all the podcasts. It 100% started off as this is also going to lead into my pitch for a Drew McCool comic that I probably shouldn't have. Um, it started off as um, as haha funny name, as as it does. Um, and then I found out uh, some I don't know how much of it's canon, but I found out like his background where uh, he's like looking for his family and he like I, like I have a whole thing. It's like a lot of it's head canon. He, he plays a flute. And his 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 uh, language sounds like flutes. So in my brain, he plays the flute as a way to expand his voice and reach out to this family that he's trying to find. Um, Jesus, right. you know, make it make it so. Ah. Tommy, Tommy, you need to be like Tommy. Return of the Jedi, fact pop win. See, now yeah. I'm <laughs> People were tweeting at that editors for a little bit. I was like, just stop doing that. Don't do that, please. Um, <laughs> Well, I, I know only two major things about Drupal McCool. I mean, I don't really, I know that his species is a Kitsunak, but mm-hmm. his name, his stage name is Drupal McCool, but his real name is like impossible to pronounce. So <laughs> that's like why he it. just has his stage name. Yes. Which also, and plays then, um, in, if, if I could, if I, if I kept going, I would make you all cry with my pitch of this because oh, uh, he, oh he lost, he can't, he's trying to find a family. He, he can't communicate with people um, and he struggles a lot. So he plays the flute to try to find a family. And also win back his name because he doesn't want to be called Drew McCool. It's a dumb name. That's the whole point. So the idea is that if he plays his music, he'll eventually find people. They'll hear his flute. They'll understand the language, and they'll give him his name back. Jeez. Yeah, give me a star. All right. Guys. I'll write a star. And then I know. No, it's the way that you were, you originally were like, like, oh yeah, this started out as a funny haha thing attached. I was like, mm-hmm. oh, so you mean like me attaching to OG was a funny haha, but now it's not funny anymore. But mine's a psycho. Yours is actually. Like, <laughs> you were like, I like his knife. <laughs> <laughs> like OG's literally a psycho that drinks hyperspace uh, coolant. <laughs> and then uh, on the other thing I know about Drupal McCool is that he smells like vanilla. He smells like he vanilla, does which, smell like vanilla. Which, is, which I, I am tired of people telling me. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Which is such a unique. Someone sends me a, a droop- oh wait, I have a droopy McCoaster. That's someone good. 
don't know if you can... There it is. That's fucking awesome. It's a coast. This is amazing. I think it's I'm just imagining Drupal yeah, McCool laughing, just going... He's like holding his gun. You got so Anyways, it. that's Look. the Drupal McLaur of my life. Um, it's pretty cool. It's, it's... I, I did make. I did pitch my uh, Maddie. If you're listening to the shouts, Maddie, uh, I pitched her my Droopy McCool comic in an Uber and uh, after celebration, and it made her cry nice. in the Uber. Oh, so, oh. Yeah, it's, oh my! It's a good one. It's a good one. Tommy, you always make sure to make somebody cry at one point or another. But you made me cry. No, oh, jeez, Tommy. If you can ever find out what Droopy McCool's real name is, let me know. Snit. We know it's Snit, but it sounds like whistles. S N I T. That's his headcanon. There you go. Oh, that's real. That's in the Wikipedia. Is <laughs> it really? Yeah. She's Luke. You guys don't read his Wikipedia for fun like I do. <laughs> <laughs> it's only like two paragraphs. It's ready to be to be expanded upon. Oh, and, by Tommy, and Tommy Stella. Stella. By Tommy <laughs> Stella. No, but God. I'm gonna uh, revolutionize Drupal McCool. <laughs> Hell yeah. I love it. I Make love him the it. coolest member of the Max Rebo band. His, oh, uh, if you guys were wondering, his Wikipedia page is too long to put in the comments on the chat. Online. <laughs> <laughs> no, wait, wait are we going to have the war of Droopy McCool versus the Max Rebussy? Uh, no. Oh! <laughs> Tommy, well, you do not No know. one wins that one. No, nobody wins that one. <laughs> nobody wins the war. Everybody just loses. Everybody gets crushed by the cheeks. <laughs> Sweet Jesus, we've derailed. Kenny, we're, we're, what's the derail counter at? I know that uh, it doesn't. It doesn't matter at this point. We're probably uh, the Char- same amount of episodes. Char, um, where, chair, where, Char, where can the good people fall? Just call me Chair. No, I'm in a chair. Yes, he, he called, his, chair. He called his girlfriend Man. anus. So I mean, take me. <laughs> he called Bucky Becky. Like, what is the deal? Right. <laughs> yes. All right. Getting. All right. That's. Um, All righty then. But Luke, ask me the question. Yes, chair. Where can the people find you? Where can they find you? Yeah, people can find me on TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram at charcharj, as spelled right here. And you can find me here at the Pod Ones Podcast every Thursday night as we cover our Star Wars Rebels rewatch. Check us out next week as we cover the heavily anticipated episode, season three, episode 20. Twin Sons. <laughs> what are you and doing you down can, there? And and you can find us at the Pod Ones on all social medias. Uh, if this is your first time, welcome. Uh, like, comment, subscribe, hit that bell for notifications so that you never miss any of our content. Also, go to uh, Tommy's shop so that you can buy the days and cry just like I did. Oh, wait, hold on. No one leave. I have to post the link. Yeah, post the link. Give me money. Yeah, yeah. Give Give Tommy Tommy money. All your money. Give Tommy Tommy all the monies. Give me money. All the monies. Uh, Not not the derailment counter being offline because I'm here. (laughs) Well, there you go. But that's going to be it. Uh, Until next week, uh, may the force be with you. Always. Always. See you guys. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky Lucky? In line at the deli I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office More than once actually Do I have to say? Yes you do In the car before my kids PTA meeting Really? Yes Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky I never win and tell Well there you have it, you can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com Play for free right now Are you feeling lucky? 
No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.